Thank you for joining us for this episode of Corpse Crews and Contracts. I'm Wyatt Wallace. And I'm Jennifer Hamrick. And the story of the day, house hacking. What is it? Can you get it? Is it exciting? We'll find out next. But first, Jennifer, what are we sipping on? We are drinking 1924 Limited Edition. It is a double black Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, delightful. What do you think, Wyatt? Hmm. There's like this burnt, maybe at the end, but it's really good. I, I get it. It feels like I'm going down the double diamond on a ski slope, double black. I don't, I don't know. That's where I'm going with that. It does have some bold flavors in it. Mm -hmm. I do agree. All right, man. Well, there we go. Zach Benner is a native of Northwest Ohio. He moved here from Florida in 2015. He's a physician assistant in weight loss management and preventative medicine for Inspire Medical of Mount Juliet. He is also in charge of Ask the Pro and Real Estate Investors of Nashville. Zach Benner, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure, man. So, God, um, we know the topic, uh, house hacking. Yes. But what's the, like the really important thing to tell everybody about it? That house hacking is much easier than most people might think. Oh. And they might not even know what it is, but I'm gonna tell you what it is, <laughs> and it's a lot easier than what you think it is. I like that. A lot easier than yeah. you think. Cool. Yeah. So let's start with what is house hacking and how did you get into it? Yeah, so I mean, house hacking is, uh, I would say, figuring out how you can have someone else to either pay for your mortgage, pay for your, your living expenses, mm -hmm. um, and, there's, and that's a big umbrella term, and, and so uh, the way I did it was uh, my first property I bought in 2018 was a duplex, and so I lived in one side and I rented out the other, thus having my other tenant pretty much pay for almost 90% of my mortgage. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. So that's just one avenue of it. Um, there's numerous other other things about having roommates in you know buying a house and then renting out the rooms and having them pay for your mortgage. Um, I had a buddy do that uh, a few years back before I even got into this real estate, and I don't even think he knew what he was doing, but it was great. After <laughs> looking back, and uh, it was amazing. So he was just uh, you know they were paying down the mortgage for him, so it's great. So that's you know one one of the few ways to do that. Networth Realty of Nashville is growing wealth in Tennessee by providing people across the Nashville metropolitan area with the tools and expertise they need to succeed in the residential real estate market. Their specialists understand the ins and outs of Nashville and are experts at locating undervalued properties in the city's most desirable neighborhoods. That's Networth Realty of Nashville, 615-823-2777. This podcast is brought to you in part by Goran Reynolds, PLLC a law firm that focuses on real estate transactions. Whether you're trying to make sure your property is STR ready or you have to close on a contract quickly. The attorneys at Gore and Reynolds strive to make sure that every investor and real estate professional has the protection of the law. Give them a call at 615-784-3969 and check out their website at gorerentalslaw.com. Looking for fast and easy financing on your next real estate project? Property recycling is that perfect fit. Reach out today and find out just how easy your next investment property loan can be. Property recycling can finance 100% of your purchase and rehab at competitive rates. Call Allison at 615-806-7500 or visit propertyrecycle.com for more information and an easy online application. Uh, first thing that comes off uh, top of the head is 
Well, I mean, I remember looking at a quadplex uh, maybe ooh, five, six years ago. Um, and the part of town, I'm, I'm just going to say, like I, I pulled up and there was uh, uh, like a, a pit bull on the front porch and one of the neighbors was digging holes in the front of it, shirt off the whole bit, like cigarettes. Like it was just, <laughs> it was crazy looking. And yeah. I was like, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. But maybe... If you get to decide who gets to be there or something, maybe it's better. I don't. I don't know what's wrong with anything you just said. Dogs, cigarettes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Different strokes for different folks. You know right. what I'm saying? That yeah. might be it exactly. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. I mean, there's just like six holes that this guy had dug in the front yard. I don't know why, but the dog was helping him dig holes. It was. It was interesting. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you bring up an excellent point. I think. With that, it's it's knowing anybody can do this. You just have to know uh, yourself. I think it's self-awareness is key. And what do you want? And what can you bend your, say, your ultimate desires are? Uh, and so that's really the key because you have to look at the situation as this is a means to an end. And it could be temporary. It could be long-term. And it could be... Uh, you know, rather challenging for some people, and it can be rather easy for others. Um, and I think that's why it's it's really good. There's not one way to do this, so it's very individualized. Um, so that's why I think it's open to a lot of different people, um, and, and a lot of different age groups. So it's not just. And what we'll get into this of what I think is some optimal times of people's lives where they have a little more leniency with their 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 lives versus as the, maybe the age or the just different phase of their life. And what I mean by that is, for me, I'm a single guy with no no kids and no dependents. So I'll live in areas that are maybe less desirable. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, you know, taking my safety in consideration, but I don't have other people to, to worry about. So the duplex I have is not in the, the best part of town. Yeah. Um, the, my neighbors have were great. They're amazing. They had lived there for many years, um, and I developed relationships with them, and they were really nice. Um, and there's also has its challenges, right? So you just have to know that. Uh, Do you mean your tenant neighbors had lived there for years, or you got a new that's tenant? That's a good question. I got a different tenant. Yep. They had lived there for years, but then they had wanted to, when I moved in um, about a month or so later, uh, they were great. They had had, they said, you know, it's time for me, to, for them to buy a house. Mm -hmm. So they, they moved up, and so I got another tenant in there. But my neighbor, what I meant by that was my neighbor behind the house, um, uh, she had lived there, uh, Miss Hazel lived there for, I mean, Forever, you know, she's yeah. like the neighborhood watch lady, right? Wow. And she's like Zach, you know, um, she kind of gave me the, you know, here's the here's the p's and q's of what you need to do and and, and that sort of thing. So I felt totally fine, you know. Um, and it's awesome because her grandson actually uh, it, he is has a landscaping business, so he takes care of my yard. So it's great. Oh. It was good. Yeah, it's good to make those neighborhood connections, especially with the ones that are like the neighborhood watch. You're exactly right because when, when you know now I've since moved out and I'm sure that you know they'll at least keep an eye on things or if mm -hmm. something's happening rambunctious you know there's some noise or just some riffraff going on you know I tell them hey let me know right away and we'll, we'll nip it in the bud so to speak so because um, I don't want to disturb the neighborhood on my account or you know my tenants account. So on so the one you bought in 2018, mm -hmm. uh, you moved out and now rent both sides. And you moved into another house hacking situation, is that correct? Yes, I'm in the process of uh, renting out the, um, this all just happened in November, I bought another property, and I'll get into that in a second. And so yeah, I'm gonna rent out both sides, so it's really gonna be nice. It's, mm -hmm. it'll, 
more than cover the debt service, and then I'll either decide if I want to just you know take that money, put it towards the the mortgage, or most likely probably a rainy day fund. Mm-hmm. A question that I, I get often is, well, if I'm going to live in one side and be the owner landlord, you had suggested that perhaps you shouldn't tell them that you own the place. Yes, I think that's great. And, and it's not, I'm not suggesting lying. It's just saying that uh, what I do is I say we, and, and I pl- imply that I have investors. Um, whether I do or not is, is really irrelevant. Yeah. But meaning that, because I mean, if you want, they can look up who owns the property. I didn't, and so and they'll know. your own name, I guess. <laughs> it is. Um, at the same time, no one knows who paid for it. So True. I can, I mean, yeah, it's fine. But I have people that, I mean, I have equity partners um, that are responsible. So I have, um, you know, um, the way the situation worked is that, you know, is that I agreed to live here for a discounted price or they, you know, they're splitting, they put up the down payment, we'll say. And then, I mean, this didn't happen, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a story you could say and no one's the wiser because it's really none of their concern. Right. And the reason why you want to say this is because you really understand, it needs to be a business relationship. Uh, and oftentimes, especially as people start out, they're like, well, I want to be nice. And that's great. You want to help as many people as you can. And at the same time, you have to understand this is a business. Mm-hmm. And so this is your property and it's an expensive one. And so when you start letting things slide, you know, the rent being late, those type of things, it's quickly open up a can of worms and you think you're being nice and you are, but that's going to come back, potentially mm-hmm. come back to bite you. So um, I learned thanks to Ren, uh, I heard a, a landlord speak and he said, I invict my tenants before they move in. And I said, interesting, meaning just laying the groundwork of rent's due on the first, by law, I have to give you to the fifth on yep. the sixth then you know a late fee and we consult our attorneys we don't want that and he said well we want you to stay here as long as you want and the best way to and the best way to do that and prevent us give us reasons to not raise your rent as the market as nashville climbs up yes and the best way to do that is pay on time you you treat us right we're going to treat you right if you have a challenge i'm going to do everything i can to get that fixed as soon as i can you have a problem let me know and communication is key. I think that's the key to everything. And so they were pretty apparent right up front. You know, I have, uh, we can go into our qualification standards, but it's been great. They've been in there for over a year and a half now, and they pay on time every month. It's, it, I set it up through this website called Cozy.co. It does AC, uh, the automatic clearinghouse. So on the first, I see it started, and then by maybe the sixth or the seventh, it'll be deposited. But I know the transaction has already went smoothly. For somebody that is has a really big heart, for people, net, that may not be the best option if you're going to build a relationship with your your uh, neighbor, mm-hmm. <laughs> tenant. <laughs> Something I've had to say several times this past year is nobody's going to give me the opportunity, like if I don't pay my rent... I will end up under a bridge or wherever, right? Yes. So I have to remember it's just, it's fair across the bo- the line. If I don't do it, nobody's going to keep me from, I can't do that. It's business. I can't do that for others. Exactly. And mm-hmm. it's not being, we understand their situations um, and, and everybody has to make their own kind of guidelines. You know, I, I'm not going to tell them that you have to do it my way. You have to be comfortable, but you also have to understand that, 
it's just as just as you're obligated to give them a good place to live and, and fix them, you know, fix problems when they happen, you have to have an obligation, right? If you're expecting them to pay on time, well, then you have a more obligation to fix their things that go wrong. That's right. And and that would be the first thing I would say if 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 I'm a if a tenant doesn't pay, well. If, if the reason says, well, my landlord doesn't fix anything, I've asked him, you know, to fix my water, fix this, and they haven't done anything, no upgrades. Well, then, you're you really don't have a leg to stand on. Right? Yeah. You're not living up to your end of the bargain. It's a mutual situation. It's a mutual um, relationship. And so I think once you get that on the table, here's what our expectations are. Mm-hmm. Um, they really respected it, and it's been good. So yeah, it's uh, it's you just have to treat it as what it is. And. And, you know, it's like we can be friends, but we default as business. So I can be friends with you, yeah. but just so you know, it's it's always going to go back to our business. It's business first, friends second. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to be a jerk. And, I mean, you know, it's we're giving these people places to live, and, and we want them to be there. And so I think it, it works all around. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Throwing a big event? Southern Seasonings has you covered with crowd pleasers like robust chicken parmesan meatballs southern seasonings is the perfect option each meal is centered around whole fresh ingredients with just a dab of home if you're looking for vegan vegetarian or savory comfort foods get ready for a rush of delicious visit them at southernseasoningsinc.com to book your next meal southern seasonings where their special ingredient is love we had also spoken a little bit about um uh, philosophies of life mm-hmm. and the reasons why this works for you so well uh, on top of you know not having children right now mm-hmm. or, or worrying about someone else's safety that sort of thing I mean that's that's not a big part of this but the fact that you've decided to um, postpone some gratification in life in order to be able to do the other things like travel and 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 learn and and participate in things I think that's such could you could you say a little bit more about that? I'd love to. I'd love to. I think it's just looking at it from think of the game of life in this regard as chess, right? You always when good chess players, they know not just their next move. They know their third move. Yeah. And so it's a stepping stone, right? So I'm going to do this for a short period of time and that will lead me to the next move, which then will lead me to the next move and the next move. And then before you know it, you're already down the road and you look back and you said, "Wow." It was all because I made one decision that opened the door to the next decision and this next decision. Oftentimes we want everything right away, immediate gratification. And when you look at success and you look at the people, they've often said, I'm gonna do this now temporarily and I'll make it work and because of what's gonna come in the future. And the best way to do that is think of success and you know the happiness, I believe happiness is a choice, but think of it in a different way. I might not live in the best part of, of Nashville where I can walk to everything and have all these accesses. Well, what do I have? I have friends that do. I can be around them. I have great relationships. So, and that's, I think, for me, it's the key to life. Um, and just enjoying what you have, I think that's really key. Instead of saying, you know, I live in this, you know, quote unquote bad neighborhood or a house I don't really want to live in. Oh my gosh, this is horrible. Yeah. That's a really negative kind of way to look at it. Be like, no, this is amazing because this is setting me up for my future and I have all this access to all these things. I have more money yeah. to do all these things, uh, to go to the concerts, to go to these things where I have no friends that have moved to great parts of town 
And I jokingly say, I'm like, well, you can't afford anything. You walk past these restaurants, you're just, what are you, after the free smells? Because you can't go in. <laughs> you can't afford it. So you really have just, it's like you're te- they're teasing you. So just changing that, that um, you know, your, your view of things and, and really what success is. It doesn't have to always be about things and stuff. It's, it's, it's more than that. And it gets you more fulfilled. Um, so Having that grateful mindset. It all starts with that. It does. And, you know, and just believing. You know it's coming. You know, it, it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. It just might we'll have, I tell my friends, we're going to have everything we want in this life. It just might be five or 10 years down the road and just enjoy mm-hmm. the present moment. And, and I think that's the key. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer, I think it's time for your good question. Ooh. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite. You? We, always, we ask it every podcast. Okay. So any like funny, scary stories you can share? <laughs> you know, that's a good question. I was thinking about this. Um, nothing too crazy. I mean, where I live, you know, I jokingly say it was funny. Right when I moved in, uh, I told you all that my first tenants, that, that when I, they came with the property, if you call it that. Um, yeah. They, uh, they, they did, right? <laughs> they came with the property. I, I, I kind of took over the lease, assumed the lease. And when they moved out, it was great. And I said, yeah, and it was right around the 4th of July. It was like a few weeks before. And I said, yeah, those fireworks the other day. They're like, Zach, they just started busting up laughing. Like, those weren't fireworks, Zach. Um, <laughs> I was like, you know, I knew that. but um, yeah, I thought uh, maybe you thought they were fireworks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and at the same time as I say this, I do want to paint a picture that there's so many other ways of house hacking that are not just what I did, right? Okay. So, because... Mm-hmm. If people hear this, they'll say, oh, well, I, I'm not, there's no way in. Heck, I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. There's, so think of it this. It's living flips, right? It's living, buying a property mm-hmm. that's, that is not that good, and you're going to flip it over the course of, say, two years or whatever. Or you plan on flipping it, you know, and we can talk about the Burr method in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just say it now. It's, it's buy, rehab, rent, and refinance. Mm-hmm. That's what it stands for. And so you can do that in any part of town. And I have friends that uh, in West Virginia, they, they've done it where they bought a, a bad house that had you know, a lot of problems. He loves, my friend Dustin loves uh, fixing up property. So mm-hmm. over the next couple years, him and his wife uh, you know, was able to renovate the house. And then they, after they got finished, he ended up having to move. And they were able to pretty much make about $100,000 just in that that and they lived in a very very nice community so it's not just as what i live i just want to be clear it's not just you have to live in an undesirable area you might just have to live in an outdated house mm-hmm. um and so it's just the decor and then it's kind of fun if people want to do that have their own creativity uh and that's another thing and they're doing it again and they moved to uh, i think from charleston to morgantown west virginia huh. so they're doing it again and, mm-hmm. and they'll continue to do that and he has two daughters um so you know Again, it's really just have to know yourself and, and have good communications and with you know your partners if, if that's what you're part of life. And so there's so many different ways to do this. It's not just what I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So you re- you realized it was after the conversation. You realized it was definitely not fireworks. Yo, yeah. Getting back to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we'll just, yeah. I think we probably know what it might be, right? Yeah, exactly. We probably know what it is, but is, but. I haven't had any problems. Um, it's been it's been totally fine. And your defense, it that Nashville set up the way it is, so that happens in in many different areas of 100%, town. 100%, also, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, 
There's yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's there's good and and, and bad people all across the, exactly. the city and the world. So it just I just flock to the good and try to stay away from the bad if I can. Yeah, I do. <laughs> absolutely. Future plans. Future plans. So um, I didn't allude to. So in November, I bought um, uh, another house, and, yeah. and and not about ten minutes from where I live now, and that is. Well, you can call it house hacking too. I bought the land the house sits on mm-hmm. because it's a part of town that's about to turn. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I need to live somewhere. So it's great. So now my duplex will pretty much take care of itself. And if I want to, part of that would probably pay for my new mortgage. That's right. Um, and so I'm. there's even uh, an apartment complex that is going you know, about catty corner from where I live. Uh, and then I know the area just got rezoned where I live. I see downtown skyline views of Nashville wow. so on my porch. So it's amazing. Um, you know, I'm about 20 minutes from work. Uh, and uh, so it's it's really great. So I know it's coming and, and I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it. So um, I just don't need a lot. I have, I believe in experiences over things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'd much rather uh, save that money and then travel wherever I can and, and hang out. So. Yeah, it's it's good. And future plans uh, to continue to do this until I just say I don't want to do it anymore, which will be for a while. And uh, and then I'm getting also into some commercial real estate and and uh, with some some uh, friends and people I met through Ren uh, nationally yeah. and taking advantage of those opportunities as well. That's great. Can I touch on real quick that um, one of the experiences you got to have because of your house hacking, it was what. Two weeks in India, maybe? Uh, it was in Indonesia. It was, Indonesia. It was okay. Bali, specifically. Oh, okay. So Bali, yeah. Um, wow, I could spend a whole podcast talking about Bali. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's amazing. I, uh, Someone I met uh, a year ago, I was at a, a Tony Robbins event. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we went, we connected. She actually is uh, was living in, living in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And so we went to, uh, to Bali. It, it was her idea. I had no idea where the country was. Mm-hmm. I literally Googled it, Google imaged it, uh, sold. <laughs> uh, I Google flighted it because I was like, well, it's amazing, but if it costs me an arm and a leg, I really don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Really cheap. I think it was like 700 bucks to get there from wow. New York. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, so cheap. Um, and then when you got there, um, the people were so warm. I mean, the warmest people I've ever met in my life. And uh, I'll tell you a story that if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, but it's so, so cool. I was at a coffee bean plantation about three days into the trip. I wasn't really nervous of my safety, but my family was. So to humor them, I just asked this guy, this kid there, he was probably around 22. And everybody was so smiling. And I said, hey, man, is Bali safe? And he said, oh, Zach, <laughs> Bali's really safe. And I said, you know what? I gathered that. My question to you is, is how? You know, I look around and, and there's a lot of poverty. And he and so I said, where I come from, poverty sometimes equals crime. And he said, well, Zach, uh, our elders tell us when we're young that I am you and you are me. And we believe that. And I said, wow, such a, it's like the golden rule. I'm your brother's keeper. He said, yes, exactly. He said, Zach, you look around at us and you think we're very poor. Well, we are materialistically. But the only thing is, we don't value those things. We are very spiritually wealthy here. We value our friends, our family, and our relationships. That's what gives us fulfillment. And it was so amazing. And what they do, guys, is if you can imagine a little, like a square little box made out of palm trees, or palm leaves, I should say. 
they have little flowers in there, and they'll have either a quarter, a cracker or something, and light with an incense. And by 7 o'clock every morning, they sit up from their stoop. Every business does it, every person. So you walk through the little city where you're ever at or part of town, you're going to smell that aroma. And it's, they just, they offer it up to God and their belief system. Whatever they have, which isn't much, they're thankful and they're grateful for it. And they're just, and they're, they're gonna, willing to give that. And you can just feel that presence, that peace. And it's just, oftentimes I think sometimes in America, we, we're chasing the wrong rabbit, right? We think success, our happiness is, is a destination and just internally. Um, and we're oftentimes, you know, I think success without fulfillment is just really the ultimate failure. So it's, you can be happy and grateful everything you have. And that's, I just love their philosophy. You just, you land there when you go, cause you all need to go. Uh, you'll feel just a peace. Uh, it's really neat. It's really neat. So yeah, that was, a, I was happy and privileged and, you know, and, and excited and uh, to go there. It's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure, yeah. Incredible. Zach, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Guys, it's been awesome. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, guys. This has been a production of Corkscrews and Contracts. Podcast copyright 2019.